0: Forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me, and I can't wait to see how his new e commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT.
1: Let's call it the Trojan Pinata. So it comes in. And it's it's a giant horse, but instead of soldiers coming out of the inside, it's candy and goodness. <laughs>
2: Perfect!
3: You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 124 of Perpetual Traffic. Today, we're back for part two with John Grimshaw, going over the five selling systems digital marketer needed for growth, the whole break even or bust. If you haven't listened to episode 123 yet, you're going to have to go back and listen to that episode that really sets the framework for everything he's going to get into today. He's going to be revealing the five selling systems that they created to to really adjust for for changes and to be able to truly double 10,000 businesses. All right, guys, how are we doing? Yeah, the big reveal. Yeah, I'm excited.
3: I'm on the edge of my seat.
2: Literally on the edge of my seat. (laughs) Drum roll. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: So I'm excited to dive in. I had a ton of fun on last week's episode. And just like a super quick little recap, we were kind of talking about risk and opportunity you know, trying to decide what your system's job is. And so really, really fast, I just want to go back over these kind of like three questions that we ask at Digital Marketer every time we're going to create a new selling system, you know, some new funnel that's going to promote a new product or or whatever old products or services kind of with a different offer. So the first question is, what is the goal of the system? You need to know what it is that the business needs. Is it money that we need? Are we after leads? You know, if you're a smaller business, you're definitely going to be saying, we need to make revenue, right? We're trying to prove that this digital thing can work for us. If you're a bigger business or you're a business like Digital Marketer, that's, you know, trying to expand and open up into a brand new audience, you know, finding leads, finding people that are the right businesses, the right people to have conversations with is critical. The next question is, how do you define success? So, you know, it's that quote, you don't know what success looks like until you know how you can measure it. So you need to pick something that is sort of your key metric, where you're going to live, what is going to be the, the switch you're going to flip. If it's not working for doing this or that or the other, you're going to turn the campaign off. So it might be revenue, it might be leads or subscribers, could be phone calls or you know even site visitors if we really want to take it back. So all different kind of things can be the measure of success. You just need to decide beforehand what it is. And then the last one is how much risk are you willing to take to accomplish the goal? And the key here is risk needs to correlate with opportunity. When you've got a chance to really find some amazing customers for your business and really put yourself out there and grow, it's okay to take on more risk because you know that the payout for the the number of customers that you do bring all the way through that journey is going to be massive. And so being willing to to lose a little on the front end for this long-term play is so critical. It's really making an investment in your business in your customers and in your traffic strategy,
0: yeah. And uh, two of the, I think, the best lines from last week's episode. Definitely go back and take a listen from episode 123. Is he or she who can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins, which is a shift in mindset for a lot of people who want to just, you know, spend a dollar and just make a dollar or plus dollar, maybe a dollar twenty or two dollars, but if you get 100% ROI on every dollar you spend online to John's point you have stunted your business you can't grow that way it's really really hard to do it you need the cash reserves you need obviously these systems to be put in place but two things to keep in mind because this is not for the faint of heart you know to be able to do it this way and you do need to have some experience to be able to do it and um, you know going back to episode 106 we sort of you did this in a really really basic way. But now we're going to get into exactly how to do it on a, on a massive scale, which is awesome. And the big reveal here in episode
1: 124.
3: Yeah. So what are they?
1: So these are the five selling systems digital marketer needed to reach the next level, right? When we, we made this commitment that we were going to move outside of our sort of smaller pond that was a little bit more internet marketing focused, sort of based on the company's roots. And commit and take a stand and say, hey, we are going out there and we are committing to being the best resource for businesses of all shapes and sizes to grow and build strong marketing teams. So first system on the list, bulk lead acquisition. So this is like the classic, right? This is the OG funnel for for everything digital marketers (laughs) ever done. It's all about driving leads so our goal here is just to drive as many leads as we can so you know for each of these i've got like a good specific example and this one it's the the facebook ad template library so it's this awesome resource that molly put together that was like i think it was like seven different ads that we used a digital marketer that you could opt in for free and download them and then just kind of tweak them up to fit your business and it was all about just providing massive value and getting the lead right so it's the lead magnet and then on the back of that we you know had a tripwire of our 10 dollar day traffic plan and then we move into selling digital marketer lab with our with our trial so you know if we ask our questions right those three questions that i went over what is the goal of the system well the goal is to drive new leads to our email list at the end of the day that is what this campaign is all about it is about increasing the number of people that we can reach anytime we want to send out an offer or tell people about some cool new beta for something we're doing. And how do we define success? It's positive growth in the email list. So every email list is going to have some attrition. Ours is something like 0.5% a week, right? But when you get a big email list, that's that's like 5,000 emails, something like that. So we needed to be bringing in 5,001 new leads every week to kind of keep our list growing. And really we wanted more than that. And so that's kind of how we define success, right? Like if we're able to grow our email list from this, then it's working. And then the last question is that risk question, right? So how much risk are you willing to take to accomplish the goal? And risk here is kind of how long you can wait to get to break even. So break even is sort of the point when it's like, we've made back everything we put into this. You know, the cost of our goods, the cost of hosting this online, the cost of running the traffic and investing in this customer relationship—that's the
3: traditional five-step funnel that most people think all funnels are. And they wonder why they're not making millions of dollars, and it's because the goal of that funnel is just to generate leads and maybe acquire customers at break-even, depending on the the price point of your core offer, your profit maximizer. But really, the goal here is lead gen, and you know, acquiring a few customers along the way.
1: The next one is definitely something that we came up with after we started talking about this idea of thinking about these systems and what their job and purpose is. And that is the low entry barrier subscription. So we talked a little bit about the trial, but a big component of that is it's really hard to get to the point where the trial is something you even hear about. So this was a
3: dollar trial for Digital Marketer Lab, which is a $38 a month product.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, something like, Four percent of everyone that was seeing the, the ads were actually seeing that trial. So we kind of flipped the script and we said, instead of using the system that doesn't really push people to this product, it's way more about acquiring leads. What we want to do is really pull the lever and grow DM Lab, really increase the number of people that are there and participating. So it was all about building subscriptions and trying to front end the dollar trial initially didn't really work until we came up with this invitation concept. So we basically took DM Lab This product that we know people loved and people would stick in forever, but they needed to get kind of warmed up before they were ready to to join and ready to learn about it. And we created an invitation process where you would be invited to join. And and once you were invited, you get to do this trial, right? This $1 trial for 30 days. So it was all about building subscriptions by kind of creating intrigue and mystery with an invitation and mitigating the risk.
2: So warm audiences in this case then?
1: Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, so this is something we go back with to you know people that are regular site visitors and opted in. We send this out to our email list a bunch, all kinds of stuff like that. So just trying to take it to people who know who we are, know what we're doing, and haven't necessarily had a chance to, to see this offer, but the trust is there. So the goal, you know, kind of going back to our questions, was to encourage massive subscription growth by really limiting initial risk and creating some intrigue. And defining success was conversions to full paying subscriptions. So it was not about just saying like, okay, we want to get 500 trials right every month or a thousand trials every month. It was finding people that were going to convert to actual subscribers through the trial period. And so that was a really key reason we took this out to warm audiences because it was all about trying to find these people who were comfortable enough and and willing to take that still limited but initial risk and saying hey this is such a valuable great product i want to stick around and keep using it. And so this was another one where our level of risk willingness was fairly low because it's a dollar trial it does not immediately pay out. So we wanted to break even within 40 days. So that's after the first rebuild period again. And so you can kind of see the two systems we've talked about so far used Sort of similar methods, right? They're not super, super high opportunity, but they're really good volume plays. One is about high volume of leads. One is about high volume of subscriptions. And, you know, this low entry barrier subscription you see all over, right? Like Blue Apron's uh, Try Your First Three Meals Free or Audible's like, you know, 30-day trial of Audible. You're going to love it so much. You're going to stick around. Yeah,
3: Spotify has a trial too.
1: Yeah, exactly. The creative assets for this is, you know, you want some kind of subscription product, basically. That's sort of the key to it. And the idea is that you basically remove every ounce of risk with a trial, a money-back guarantee, or or some bonus worth more than the payment. And you drive tons of warm leads to that offer. People that have been around, who know you are, know what you're doing.
3: That maybe you generated with the bulk lead system.
1: They all kind of work together. You know, this one does have a kind of a big pitfall, potentially. And that's if you don't understand how well your trials are creating subscribers, you can really hurt yourself. You know, you want to make sure that you <laughs> you understand like trials represent risk to customers too and and not everyone is going to convert. You know, that's just the nature of, of putting these offers out there. And so you want to make sure that you make the offer attractive, but also that you just understand like how well it creates actual customers because a trial member, they haven't signed their acceptance letter yet. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. Totally. So numbers wise, you guys were getting or wanting to get at least 50% of dollar trials to convert into paying members.
1: That's exactly right. And that's that's about what we see, right? So it's like 58% of trial members actually love our product so much that they stick around and become, become full paying customers. And so kind of digging into different audiences for this, when we start taking a new a, you know, a new slight tweak of this offer out, we always want to break it out basically and say with this form of the offer, how well does it generate? Because you see even within this dollar trial, taking it to one audience or another, you're going to get different conversion rates from that trial. And so it's really important to understand that if you want to take it out to a B2B audience or take it out more to to solopreneurs or students, you know, that's an audience where we're exploring all that kind of stuff.
0: So in these first two models. How do you reverse engineer? And this is kind of going back to episode 106 a little bit here. How do you reverse engineer what you can pay as a tolerable cost per acquisition for each one of these funnels? And I have sort of an idea, but how do you guys, how do you guys do it? And then is there a metric or some way in which you look at things so that you know exactly how much is too much and how much is just about right? Or how you can optimize your front-facing ads to get even better, you know, conversion rates or, or lower cost per acquisition.
1: So, you know, when we're talking about like how much risk are you willing to take, that is basically where we're thinking about these numbers. So break even within 40 days. We basically can calculate that after 40 days for these this low entry barrier subscription, we make on average about $27 per trial. So, with that number in mind, we basically say, all right, $27, right? That's where we want to be. We need to make exactly that much or more after 40 days or this is not working. And then we can go back and look at the customer acquisition cost. And so we say, all right, so, you know, we can see looking at these these custom conversions in Facebook or AdWords or our email, wherever we might be driving this traffic from and say, all right, we're paying for this campaign to acquire these customers, but this one we're paying $35. So we're not getting there. And you can go even a step back and say, all right, you know how much we paying for the clicks. Can we drive that down? But it's really all about thinking about getting that customer acquisition cost and that, that break even period of time cost equal. And once you get those two things to equal each other or, or the customer acquisition cost is a little bit below the the break even point that's when you have this like massive scale and massive of opportunity to take it out and you know it's working
0: or you can identify sticking points or or conversion points as we sort of refer to them in the agency that are critical for the business for example a 50% conversion rate on a $1 trial if you can double that or at least increase it by 50%, maybe up to 75% for mm. something that you do, some kind of email sequence, a different landing page, whatever it happens to be, you know, a better onboarding sequence for lab, whatever it happens to be there, then you can afford to pay even more on your upfront acquisition. So you guys go through that, I would imagine.
3: And then the data tells us, well, what does the team need to do? Well, what do the numbers say? Right. What are the biggest optimization points, and that informs marketing campaigns and different projects that are completed within the company.
2: Average stick rate, right? So ooh, maybe it's a support issue or engagement issue or a content issue. Are they staying two and a half months or six months? Yeah.
1: Cool. And you know, we went back and and retooled our our welcome series for people in lab. It had been like a year or so since we updated, it and we said, you know what? Instead of trying to pull this traffic lever, we are going to kind of Step away from looking at the customer acquisition cost and this break even and say, where can we optimize elsewhere to make these customers stick around a little bit longer and drive that 40 day break even value up, right? Take it from $20 to $27. So mm-hmm. that was a really big lever we actually did just pull very recently.
2: Who can pay the most wins. That's right. That's the tattoo I'm going to
3: get. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right in your chest,
0: right in the middle of your chest, I think. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so those are the first two. And, you know, they're all about volume, right? That's really the play there is trying to drive massive numbers of leads or trying to drive massive numbers of subscribers and just grow the base amount. But this next one is one that I really love. And this was kind of the coolest thing for me to discover. And so this is the value-centric lead acquisition It's all about really just putting everything out there on the table, giving the customer the best possible experience and just sort of saying like revenue, everything else is going to take a back burner. Right now we are 100% focused on providing massive, amazing information and just like a great experience. This one is the double your sales mini class. That's kind of the example that I've got. And it's a project we did with Infusionsoft and it was all about Ryan teaching this six-week course, right? So it's pretty long, all about how to double your business. And so it's doubling your leads, it's doubling your sales, it's doubling your reactivation purchases, all that kind of stuff. But it was a really, really awesome course that was a great introduction to to online marketing for people that were, you know, using InfusionSoft, but maybe didn't quite get how to to make the most of it. And when we did this, it really wasn't about Making money for us at all. it was us trying to support infusionsoft. But at the very end of it, we had our our product, the machine, which is something that you know we we could just deliver through infusionsoft and so it was kind of a great fit. But we didn't go into it trying to make any sales really. but it was really awesome when we were looking at performance over time, we realized that we were selling tons and tons of units of this machine course without even really like thinking about it. It was totally just like a Eh, we'll just put it in there just because it makes sense. They can kind of know what we do. And suddenly we came back, you know, three, four, five months later and said, whoa, this is insane. Like we didn't go into this trying to make money. We went into this trying to just give a good experience. And we ended up generating tons of sales for a fairly high dollar value product. And what was the
2: price of that product?
1: 1997. Available now. (laughs) 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 This week only. So for this value-centric lead acquisition, let's jump back and kind of think about what our three questions are, right? So what is the goal of this system? And it turns out that the goal is to educate and excite. And so it's to take these people that are, you know, a really good fit, right? In this case, they were Infusionsoft users who really didn't know how to make the most out of their tool. And we wanted to educate and excite them. And we ended up preparing them for this relevant offer that they basically self-qualified for. So you're getting people pumped up about something that you know is a really good fit because they've basically said, hey, this kind of concept that you're talking about is incredibly relevant to me. So I'm going to listen to this this free information you have. And by the time you get to the end, I'm basically going to be totally bought into what you're talking about and I'll be ready to to buy. And they don't go into it necessarily thinking, I'm ready to get my credit card out. But by the time they get to the end of it, they're just so certain that this is what they need and want because you have just like provided this massive value.
2: It's similar to like a, a, a traditional product launch formula, right? But those are, they, they, they might go two weeks. So the six week double your sales is a free six week. That's why you're saying like, that's a lot of value, right? It's, it's six weeks for free. But the program that they can buy at any time throughout that is the machine program for $2,000 and, and your machine program, just to, in case you haven't bought that program It's kind of unique. It's almost like doing education because you sell a software, right? The machine is not only a training program; it's also a like plug and play. So it's it's got all these email templates that are written for you. Obviously, that works well with Infusionsoft. So it's the next logical step. So it's it really is a soft sell. So it's it is a unique thing. So I just want to make sure people understand this is pretty cool. So you're doing a six week training, but because you're paid program, it just works so seamless with this. Of course, everything else you guys have, other people are going to go buy some of those things as well too, right? This is what we would call a Trojan horse product placement Yeah, because
0: it's so seamless from the the free content. The next logical step is get this paid thing. And it's not a bait and switch at right. all. And we try to teach this to our customers all the time. But I mean, this is this is fabulous. And this is, I mean, obviously it's a high, you know, it's a high dollar uh, product. So you can't sell this typically just on cold traffic on Facebook. Hey, you want this thing? And Molly, we've seen some ad accounts recently where they do exactly that.
3: Hey, don't you want my thing?
1: <laughs> yeah, here it is. Here's my thing. It costs you a couple grand. Buy it. Get it. <laughs> Buy it right now. I'm gonna, I'm going to propose a new name though. Trojan horse is definitely bait and switch. Let's call it the Trojan pinata, right? So it comes in (laughs) and it's it's a giant horse. uh, But instead of soldiers coming out of the inside, it's it's candy and goodness. So. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. For our next question, how do you define success? This one had it had kind of an interesting like measure because, again, when we went into this, The sales was initially just kind of an afterthought. It was like, oh, you know, we just want to make sure people get tons of value. And so we were looking at percent of course consumed. So every time we've gone in and optimized this, it hasn't been about let's try a new audience, right? Or let's try some new ad creative. It's been how do we take these people that are already committed to the six week course and help them go from the sticking point of lesson two, right? That was usually where people drop off. So we came up with some cool banners, some additional videos we could use to encourage people to come back, use some new emails to make sure that they finish the course, because that was exactly what we were focused on. It wasn't about saying, like, how do we maximize the revenue? It's saying, if we can get people to the end of this course, we know that they're going to love and want exactly what we're talking about. So we want to make sure that they are coming back and getting just like this incredible experience. So how much risk are you willing to take? That's our third question. And so we were aiming for break even within 60 days, which is the length of time it took for the six week course to run. And then this short six email follow-up series that came after the course that was talking about the machine. And so that was all, all it was about was right saying like, we want to make sure that people go all the way through this. And by the time that they finish the course and finish the sales series, we've broken even and we blew it out of the water every time. Bam. So thinking about how you can build the system in your own business like the creative and assets you're going to need, you need a high dollar product, right? That's kind of a key part of this. So you want to identify your high dollar product and then figure out a desire that that product can satisfy. In this case, it was like automation and, and simplicity of sales. And that was really what Infusionsoft and the machine together would do. And then you need to put together some assets. And this is where you really need to, to pull out all the stops to put some content together that's all about educating people Who have that desire, right? So people that in this case wanted automation or if you're selling, you know, skincare, put together a course all about how to make sure that you have the skin of a 20 year old, even when you're you're 60 years old. And then you need to make sure that you've got some email follow up sequences to really just make sure the content gets to people, make sure they come back and watch it again and again and eventually sell them that high dollar product. This one has a ton of opportunity, medium, high. It, it depends on how expensive your product is, how good of a, a fit your course can be. But this is a really, really good one for businesses that are trying to get out there and sell something a little bit more expensive, a little bit harder to front end. And then the biggest kind of risk or potential pitfall here is you really need to make sure that your content is, is gold. Like you can't just throw together a course that you recorded in your car where you're sort of like driving, but also kind of talking about this, you need to make sure that this is like (laughs) top notch.
3: Yeah, and not just that the content is good, but that the content tees up the pitch for your product, right? So you can't have a course about, you know, cats and sell dog training, (laughs) you know, like it really has to be a seamless transition. The course really needs to give them enough, but not quite enough that they still want to buy the product. Right. Really, really important. If the content is off, none of this will work. Yeah,
1: that is so true. So that relevance is key.
0: Or you're teaching them what to do, but how to execute on it. You're giving them the easy button. Yeah, which is basically what the machine does and infusion software. You could create your own email system, but you might as well get Infusionsoft, or you could create your own email sequences or just get ours. And it's directly related. Easier, faster, better. Better, faster,
1: cheaper. So the next system is probably the most fun and the one where everyone should get started. It's monetization and retargeting. And the goal here is real simple it is to monetize your leads and customers so for digital marketer one of the best ways we do this is uh our live events right so we have traffic and conversion summit and we have content and commerce summit and we have digital agency growth summit Uh, and these are events that we put on and you know they're amazing like i have so much fun when i go and i i got to do all the grunt work so i can't even imagine how fun it is to go to as a customer but it's an awesome way for us to really take people that are on our list and make some money, right? So this is when we're going to move a little bit away from that, oh man, you know, if, if you're making all of your ROI immediately, like you're stunting your business growth, like, no, this is a place where you should, can, and, and really want to be turning that ROI back. So thinking about the goal of the system, it's to turn customers into multi-buyers and promote your higher dollar products. And success Again, really simple. It's positive ROI. And risk, it really should be almost a no-risk situation, right? This is your hottest audience. This is the people that are like, anytime you say, hey, would you like to buy this? Do you think maybe you want this? They say, give it to me right now. I'm going to mail you my credit card. Just like, hook me up. This is so good. So we look for break-even within zero to three days, kind of depending on your cart abandonment retargeting. But really, you kind of want immediate break-even on this. So this is a pretty easy one to build. You know, you just need to use traffic to promote your high dollar offers to your best customers. And you really don't want to send this to leads so much. It's more about people that have already become buyers, right? People that have had that magical switch in their brain when they went from just being someone who sort of cares to someone who's invested themselves in your business. And you're going to have a little bit of a smaller audience in this. Because it's really all about finding those good qualified customers, right? So for our events, one of the big customer pools is people that have been before or are agency partners or people that are power users of things like Digital Marketer HQ or Digital Marketer Lab. As far as opportunity, it's low opportunity in the sense that like you can't scale this one too much. So you need to have those high dollar, high dollar offers, those great customers, and you basically just set them up, and, and they make the purchase. So if you don't have a ton of those really good, high-quality customers, the hot traffic tier, you're not going to be able to push this super hard. But it's a great way to get started in digital and really is kind of the first place you want to be when you're, when you're trying to build out your traffic plan and maybe when you're a little bit of a smaller business trying to just supplement all the other things you're doing with paid traffic.
3: Building that cash. Yeah. No. And and this is so important because a lot of people will take this selling system and try to go to cold traffic and they wonder why their ads don't work. It's not that your ads don't work. It's that you're asking someone who doesn't know you to buy a really high ticket item. So back to the customer journey and, and making sure that you have a traffic system in place, not just a traffic campaign. Even when you look inside of the digital marketer, you know, Facebook and Google ad accounts, it's funny looking through these because we have campaigns built for all of these different selling systems, Uh, but the targeting is very, very different. So the first selling system that John was talking about, bulk lead acquisition, that's where most of our cold traffic is going to lookalike audiences, interests, you know, people who have never heard of us before. And then once you become a part of our pixeled audience, you're on our email list, you know, then we run, you know, low entry barrier subscription campaigns, the value centric campaign. We're always running double your sales. And then when it's time for TNC or a really high ticket offer, we're running campaigns to, you know, TNC alumni, to lab members, to these specific little customer groups to sell them the, the big ticket item, the, the event ticket. So what is number five?
1: All right, here we go. The final one. Um, (laughs) It is sales lead acquisition. You know, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but this was part of a big pivot Digital Marketer made to really start talking to businesses, not just B2C, but going B2B and thinking about connecting with these smaller, medium, even larger businesses that probably are never going to make a purchase through an online sales funnel, right? Some things require a conversation, and that's honestly a good thing, right? For selling a bigger product, a bigger ticket item or something more like a service, having a conversation can be a really powerful thing because you can make sure the person's a good fit, set up expectations right, and then help customize whatever it might be to their needs. So the good example here was we had an invitation for Digital Marketer HQ, And it was all about starting this conversation. So we were trying to basically migrate decision making from our online sales funnel to happening in a person to person, human to human setting. So it's not, you know, Uber, right? One of our HQ customers going through and saying like, well, I'm going to buy this product for, you know, all 2000 of my my marketing team members online. It's saying, no, 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 no. You have unique special needs. We want to make sure we accommodate those. So it's going to be a person from your team talking to a person from our team. And that decision making that normally would happen in a sales funnel is going to happen between two people. So thinking about our three questions, the goal of the system was to generate conversations for offers that require more customization and a more nuanced understanding of the customer. So it's all about making sure that whomever is buying this is getting really the best version of the product for their needs. And getting an, an experience that really speaks to them and and provides huge value. And success looked like conversations started. So one half of it was getting someone to fill out the, the form for the sales lead acquisition. But the other half was actually getting people to jump on the phone. And so we tried different audiences. We found some where we could get signups super easily, but nobody ever wanted to talk. And we ended up finding this kind of sweet spot where we were able to drive lots and lots of people to fill out the form that were more in the business size that we wanted, which was really, really awesome and kind of an awesome game changer for us to really get HQ out there. And for risk, how much risk are you willing to take? So for us, it was break even within 60 days. We're selling a much higher ticket item than we are with Digital Marketer Lab. And it's got a subscription component, too. So for us, it was easier to To push this out, you really need to decide based on what your more customized offer is. But typically, this can go even further out. If you're a bigger business with a more complex sales cycle, the break-even can move further out for you. So thinking about how you could build the system, this is going to be for your most complex offers. Something that requires a lot of decisions. Something that really could go one way or the other based on some need or interest of the end user. So you want to build a lead capture system that really only exists to start a phone conversation. It's not about trying to sell someone. It's not about really setting too much up. It just is saying, hey, we want to get on the phone with you. And this has a ton of opportunity. Your post-conversation conversion funnel is kind of going to kind of guide exactly how much you can wait. But (coughs) if you're selling agency services, for example, typically you're going to have a 60 to 90 day sales cycle. So there's a lot of opportunity and you're willing to go further out on your break-even point so that you can really close these deals and make sure that the customer is getting an experience they're going to love. And you really need a strong sales team and strong sales processes in place to make this work. So don't go out and get a bunch of phone numbers if you're one person (laughs) start sitting in an office by yourself (laughs) saying, okay, I can call 500 people in a week. That's fine. It's not going to be realistic. So this
0: is obviously for a the highest-priced products. I mean, this is an enterprise sale, correct? Yeah, that's
1: exactly right.
2: Yeah, and it it totally depends on your situation. So you might have a high-ticket coaching program, you know, whatever. You might have a higher-priced digital product. You might have a high-priced physical product, an in-store, a retail store. There's a lot of different ways that you could, you know, use this model.
3: And if you don't have the bandwidth of a huge sales team, you could use this model... If you just have a few people making calls, you would just obviously want to keep the volume of traffic going through the, the funnel a bit
1: lower. Yeah, that that's yeah. a mistake we made.
3: Yeah, we sent way too many. We freaked the sales team out. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: we were like, ooh. <laughs> that's a good problem to have though,
1: right? Yeah, that's very true. So those are the five systems and that's really how we went from this kind of B2C mindset when we were still living in a little bit of a smaller pond to really taking what Digital Marketer did and who Digital Marketer was talking to to kind of the next level to talking to these small to medium businesses and and really helping ourselves get to that goal of doubling 10,000 businesses.
3: Totally amazing. And I think the key here for me is if you have a business or you work for a business and you feel stuck... Right. There are so many stages that you go through as a business. And at each one, you have a moment where you feel stuck or confused or things quit working that used to work. Right come back to one of these, sit down and say, do I need another selling system, right? So that I can speak to another market so that I can sell another product so that I can scale my business. So these are always great to come back to for ideas and, you know, just tweak them to to fit your business model and, and your assets. But this is a great
1: framework. And John, thank you so much. This was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a blast. I mean, and it's been fun. This was definitely something that we were kind of learning as we went with DM. And so it's really awesome that we can kind of on the other side of it say, hey, these are the systems that helped us do exactly what we wanted to do. Right. So I hope that other people can kind of take this, take those questions, take those creative and asset things and turn them into their own predictable selling systems that they know exactly exactly. How much risk they can take, and and how they can really transform their business with these kind of things. And
0: this is a, a lot about a diversification too, because in each one of these systems, you can have multiple channels for each one of the ways in which you're acquiring whatever it is—a lead or a sale or whatever it happens to be. So the more you build out, the more assets you have as a company, the more diverse you can actually make these systems unto themselves. So you're you're minimizing you risk the downside for one lead magnet or one product not converting as well as you want it to because you've got maybe other you know, ones in that particular one of the five systems that are pulling their weight. So the more that you can actually diversify your means in which you acquire customers – the better off you're going to be as a business. Not only you're going to be hitting different avatars, different people as you expand, but it also it diversifies your risk. Yeah. it's it's all about risk mitigation.
2: When you learn a lot too, you might learn like, ooh, that Absolutely. hook that was big. You're like, yeah. we want to take a tweak of that and turn that into our mass lead gen funnel or something. You know? Absolutely.
3: Yeah, definitely. And I can't emphasize how important it is if you especially if you're an online business these selling systems are what make your business literally these are these are the ways that you acquire customers so if you're thinking about all the things you need to do and and growth and what should you be working on what should your team be working on they should be working on these selling systems and constantly trying to find new ones that achieve specific goals that are going to help the business grow. And constantly tinkering and and trying to optimize these selling systems based off of the data. This is really the the framework that holds up the house.
2: <laughs> John, this has been amazing once again. If you want to take a look at these slides and download them, head to the show notes. He uh, he's he's sharing the uh, slide deck at the show notes, and it's uh, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 124. So this was a two-part episode, episode 123 and 124. Get those downloaded, take some action. Maybe you can get one idea out of it, have one additional selling system, and you're on your way. Thanks again, John. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I had a ton of fun. I love getting to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, we love when you talk about this
2: stuff. We love you,
3: John.
0: We love you. We love everybody.
1: This has been great.
3: (laughs) See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See ya. (laughs) You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.